The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Hello, everybody. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And all in between. We put our fears aside. Yeah, we do. That's what I was thinking. Started. That's what it ends before with. We, before we start, do you want to intro to everyone what we've got coming, Luca? Yeah. Something exciting. Um, do you have the drum roll. Do you have the drum roll sound effect? What? Uh, oh yeah, you want me to do it? Do you have one? It's, uh, somewhere, but now it's not there. We definitely had it before, didn't we? We've got this one. <laughs> I have no idea. What or feeding, feeding the dogs. Yeah, that's a bit of a drum beat. Yeah. It's like a, that's like the on hold. That's like on hold. You're on hold. Okay, or rock. Everyone's going to listen to this. Like, who the fuck are these losers? <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that's the introduction. Oh, we got Annabelle. Hello, Annabelle. Hey, Annabelle. Long time. Yeah. Now, what we are talking about, just quickly before we get into it, yeah. is um, Emma and I have rebranded our show called Expand Your Heart, Mind and Spirit, and now we have decided to make this a private community where... It, we have high profile we have higher price coaching and we work with a lot of people one on one but we also believe in accessibility and with accessibility there are a lot of people that follow us who might not be able to work with us privately but enjoy the podcast but actually want a little bit more so we've decided to make this expand show expand your heart mind and spirit show in a private community where it will be streamed weekly weekly shows into a private community through Patreon and then people who are in the community have access to, like Annabelle just now, can comment with um, and have live Q&As, very interactive. And, and maybe you've got questions that are happening in your life, like some things you'd like us to talk about, some perspectives, some things happening in the world. What's your perspective on that? You get to come in and ask us live. And the next beautiful thing is we get a private community. So we're going to open up a private community where everyone can chat and you can connect with like-minded people, um, ask us questions in the community. And also once a month, we're going to do an interactive coaching um, completely separate to the show. So you can come and answer, have any questions about what's going on in your life and you can get Emma and I's feedback and guidance. So I'm pretty excited for that, Emma. Mm, I'm We're going to launch that really when? Excited. The 22nd of February. So 22, 2, 2022. 22. So we've got like 22. a nice pause going on. I feel like this is something that's kind of been brewing for, for us for a while. Yeah. And like Luca said, it's really about accessibility and really re reaching you guys who can't access us at a higher ticket level. We want to also be there to create space for you to feel supported through this journey and walk this journey with confidence, walk, walk this journey with us as well to, to guide mm -hmm. you and to support you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be doing that at a lower ticket price and we'll be talking about that um, over the, the next 22, week, 22. So oh, there we go. Lucas, <laughs> lots of twos. So that'll be $22, that $22, a US. month. Yeah, yeah. US. Um, yeah. So that's going to be something that, just really supports you guys and connects you with like-minded souls and yeah i think it's going to be really really beautiful so we'll pop that in the show notes for this episode so you guys can can get on the wait list to join and yeah, yeah and start joining us that week awesome yeah so i'm excited for that yeah. no i think like it's like you know some people go is this for me what what I, like mm. i don't know feel into it for you where we felt the call to start it, we're going to start it regardless. Um, and I think for a lot of people that resonate with what we talk about and can sort of see, oh, well, maybe I don't have as much support around the people I am with right now, or maybe I don't have, I'm not in the position to be 
um, working with people privately and I do value the perspective that Luca and Emma have, come on in. Like mm. you can be around us more. I think that's one of the biggest things on my journey was and one of the things I value most when I don't have it is a mm. community of totally. like-minded people with shared values that like just mm. like really it's like when you go to school and you've had those moments, I don't know if you've ever had those moments, but you don't fit in, like you're the odd one out, like it's very isolating. And I think for a lot of us in this world during COVID, we have felt very isolated. I mm. definitely have. I mean, in Vancouver in particular, it's a very interesting place. Like everyone that comes here and I've made friends with a lot of expats here, but the locals are very like purple circle-y. Like mm. they like that. Like it's very like if you're not, if you're new all the old friends in the group only it's like mm-hmm. everyone goes to school together and they stay there and it's very hard to get into groups and it's not very it's not a very welcoming energy heaps of people who come here have mentioned this to me as well as and i've noticed it other places in canada are fine but it's just vancouver which is really interesting and so i've definitely felt that at times where i'm like oh i wish you know we could have some like-minded people here and a community and especially with covid it was super hard we had we had friends and we caught up, but it was like consistently. I think it's really cool. Mm. It's really it's really important for for us to have that. Totally, I think community is just one of those things that helps you to self regulate. Like we yeah. are social beings, and to connect with other people is part of what we want to do in this lifetime, what we want to do on this planet. So having that community, whether that's in person or online, something like what we've created, where you can access those people who want to support you, who care about you and want to connect with you on a deeper level, right? Not just yeah. not just at that surface level that we sometimes do experience when we feel a bit isolated with the people that are around us. And then through that connection with people that are like-minded, you start to be able to show up with pretty much everyone more connected and more in tune with your own values and not afraid to show who you truly are and show all these Hmm. different expressions of yourself. Hmm. So, you know, like Luca said, if you feel called to join us, if this resonates with you, then yeah, we're really excited to, to see you there and see you as part of the community. Amen. Expand community. (laughs) Yeah. The expand community. I think like, I feel self-expression is one of the most powerful one of the most powerful tools when you've really harnessed it and and not that we've fully harnessed it. I think there's definitely elements where we're stepping into, but I mean, look at me now compared. I mean, I just got, I just got my nails done with Danielle the other day (laughs) because I've been wanting to do them and they're like, it's super wicked. I love it. I love it. So that's that's part of your expression. I love that yeah yeah so it's like these little things like i wouldn't be able to do that like five ten years ago because it just would have looked like a numpty but i love um, that that self-expression there how we're so inclined to link expression with meaning and what it means to express yourself in a certain way so if you do this this means this right when actually that's all down to your perception of how you look at someone. So how someone looks at you because you've painted your nails could be completely different to how I do, right? So Mm. that's where I guess expression of yourself is so important regardless of what other people think of it because you know that they're only looking at you through their own lens, through their own level of consciousness. So really it doesn't exactly matter. And as the way that me and Luca choose to kind of live our lives is like when that's triggered went through that other person it's just a part of you that feels like you can't express yourself right so you're yeah. looking at yourself and someone saying challenging you for how you're showing up in the world you can just be like oh that's a part of me that doesn't yet fully accept myself and my self-expression so how yeah. can I love that part of me more deeply Amen. to feel empowered to show up in my truth in my exactly. expression and that expression exactly. is multi multi multi-layered right there's lots of different ways i express myself in this world because there's lots of different parts of me i am not just one person i am a multi-dimensional individual with different interests different ways of seeing the world so i need to include all of those parts in order for me to feel fulfilled in my life 
Amen. I love how you say that. It's like they will only judge you because they're a reflection of your own judgment for yourself. And so if like there yeah, are Yeah, you those phrased that a lot better than I did. <laughs> well, I, mean, I like good. that. I like that. that. You reflected back to me what I was trying to say, yeah, so thanks. Exactly. It's your future your future expression. <laughs> um, but I I uh, I think that's so good because there's that's one element, but also the other element is I think is like why the fuck do we care? Mm. why why is it so such a big deal what people think about us i've had to like come to grips with this a lot why because do you think, think it's a big deal i i look at it i feel like a lot of people fear i, I for me it's a fear of rejection or abandonment that's what i me. sort of look at it i think people really long and i've definitely had this so people long I still for have connection this. i still have this yeah. abandonment's definitely been one of those ones that like a pattern within me that's still right present it's a one that's taken a while to even yeah, get to yeah. this point in my life so i totally yeah. understand how so how does it show up be. for you in the moment then. in the moment so really, for example yeah. let me think so when i see someone for example not reply to me or not let me be seen in that moment it triggers a lot in me like there's this but it's a different trigger than it used to be now I'm very aware of it I can watch it because okay. in that moment I'm like that person not giving me love that person not seeing me means they're going to leave me mm -hmm. and the pattern comes up and then makes me want to talk more makes me want to message them and be like hello can you see me mm -hmm. And especially in relationships, like deeper relationships, whether that's very close friendships, family, love relationships, that's when I see it the most. But I know where that's coming from. I'm very aware of where that's coming from because I was abandoned when I was younger. I had a childhood where I was raised by one of my parents, not both of my parents. And I watched that, that process of abandonment over many years, that mm. kind of as they switched from becoming this family unit to just raised by my dad. Mm. So watching that over a long period of time and then through years of not having the awareness of that pattern and it kept creating the same situations in my life, the same abandonment that I kept repeating over and over and over again to the point where I'd be so scared of abandonment that I would be the one who would run away and leave. Mm -hmm. I'd be the one who would escape, right? So mm -hmm. I still see it showing up, but the difference now mm. is the awareness. The difference now is being able to see it and not mm -hmm. react from it. Okay, my body kind of goes into this, this moment where there's like panic, but I'm very self-regulated now where I can tap into my nervous system and say, what do I need right now? to not react from this place. So that's something, mm -hmm. it's an ongoing process for me, but it's not something oh, that yeah. is fully released or fully left my system yet, for sure. Oh, man, I feel you. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I just find it so great. Like I've sort of started, because I was the same, right? And I've definitely, mm -hmm. I've worked through so much of it and to the point oh, yeah. now where I actually feel it viscerally so different now where I'm like, yeah, wow, we really do care a, a lot about what other people think. And it really doesn't matter. Like if you think about it, it really doesn't matter. Deep down, it really doesn't matter. So I um I don't know, I've just been coming I mean coming to grips with that lately. And mm. wondering why we can't just if it because it's such a visceral reaction, it's like it seems it's like you see it. You see it. And this is, I think, one of the things that I do a lot with my clients as well and I've personally done is like when the fear is there, leaning into it. And so the oh, biggest yeah. fear for you is like, okay, if I do this, this might mean abandonment. If if I say this, this might mean rejection. If I be this, this might mean like disownership or, yeah, again, rejection. And so facing that, it's like what's the worst-case scenario? Like mm. really just sit with it and viscerally like oh wow okay yeah well wow, okay because that's not created but now your body's like getting okay with it because when we push away and we go oh i don't want that so i won't go and be myself i'll keep suppressing my true self 
And then in that moment, you actually suppress the feeling of rejection. Mm-hmm. So it's like catch 22, come back, feel what it would be like by investigating the worst case scenario, bring that worst case scenario up in a safe space as well. Like if you have the, if you have the capacity to hold yourself like that, and just be like, what is the worst case scenario if I actually like wear this mm. or say this or go and participate in this? Mm. Oh, okay. There'll be a couple of friends that don't acknowledge me anymore. They don't like what I'm doing and they stop hanging out me or stop inviting me places. This happened to me. Mm. This happened to me where I stopped drinking and I was like, no, I'm not going to party with my old mates. And uh, for me, I'm like, I was like, I don't want to do this. Why am I still drinking? Why do I still want to do that? And so that was my first part of like differentiating my, between my old self-expression and my new self-expression was like, well, that means I'm probably not going to get invited, but I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say no. So I kept saying yes, yes, yes. And then eventually I started, got, I got the courage to say no and not, and that was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, I've got other things. But I had to sort of use this. It was interesting. I had to make an excuse as to why I needed to say no. <laughs> and that was gave me comfort. Now I'm just like, no. Nah. Like Not that fair. was five years ago, mm. maybe, yeah, five years ago, four, five, no, four years ago. And to now I'm just like, no. Back then it was like, oh, um, oh shit, when are you guys going? I'm um, I don't think I can. I've got some. I've got some stuff I need to do that day, and I've got this, this, and this, and and then that would make me feel better because I said no. But in a sense, I'm not being true to myself anyway. In How time. do you balance? Sorry, Karen. No, no. I'm just saying I'm like not being true to myself in that moment by expressing it authentically and integrally mm-hmm. to, to be true to myself. Right? Like I'm lying to be truthful to me. I'm lying <laughs> to be truthful to me. It's a God. weird thing. That resonates with me so much. Lying used to be one of my really, yeah, really, really naughty habits. I used to lie a lot. <laughs> Something that I've really had to accept within myself that that was part of me. Like lying yeah. or very over-exaggerating. Where does it come Something up now? I, Do you still like catch yourself lying occasionally? Let me, let me just tap into what, what you just said because okay. I wanted to okay. kind of bounce off something where you said you were talking about the ability to say no. And I was wondering where do you balance that notion of surrendering to life and what comes up with you, mm-hmm. even when there's resistance, right. And still going with, going with that resistance, following that resistance sometimes to viscerally, my body is saying no to this and mm-hmm. I am not going to say yes out of obligation. How do you balance that? Well, I think it, the, the big part comes back down to your desire. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you just des- what are you really desiring to do it, mm-hmm. i wasn't desiring to drink i knew that that deep down that wasn't where i wanted to be and what i wanted to do and wasn't supporting me and so when the other essence you're like surrendering to life and just letting go is like it's almost like letting life give you opportunities so the other essence would be it wasn't drinking but it was something else and i would say like something else that was aligned with what i would like to do for instance i don't know maybe say i met someone who was going out to this party where there were a heap of people that were in an industry that I wanted to get into. Mm. But I said, um, I knew I needed to go, but I said no. Mm. Maybe because I was scared of, you know, I did, I was like scared of my next level. I was sabotaging myself. And so, but I knew that there was deep down my, my, myself, not the ego, myself, knew that I needed to be there mm. but I was too scared to so the fear stopped me of actually going to my next level but the other one was like my heart said I can't keep drinking anymore it's not in it's not what I, my physical body doesn't want it anymore I, I don't want to be down there but I'm too scared to detach so it's another fear it's a fear of detaching from an old self mm. and this one's a fear of stepping into the new self mm, that's such a complex road to navigate within ourselves when we don't have that foundation of self-awareness right yeah fuck i mean <laughs> first thing i always say self-awareness that was the one yeah. thing a while to cultivate yeah that's exactly what annabelle now, said first be right kind of no then the wrong kind of yes yeah i love that yeah i love that so to awesome. just pop that up there we are better to be the right kind of no than the the right kind of no than the wrong kind of yes exactly mm, love that, totally. annabelle. 
that's that sums it up pretty much like and that's that's what you said is awesome because it is really much awareness Mm -hmm. and life is that's the thing we come back to so much in our shows it's like the power of awareness yeah yeah like what's the one thing awareness Mm -hmm. that's for me at least like i don't Mm -hmm. know for you oh yeah awareness listening to myself my own guidance first because i think it's a big part of the I mean, you can never fall off the journey because everything serves you in the end, right? Everything mm. serves you in the moment. But the moments that I've navigated away from my path has been when I've listened to the perceptions of others about me or mm. the guidance of others that is not guidance from a place of from a place of really wanting to support and hold me, but from a place of someone talking through their own ego or their own perception of me. Yeah. Or we've got these other ones where it's someone who's really big in the industry and they're talking to so many people that it's never really going to apply to your unique individual experience because we all have different experiences in our life. So to generalize one thing to so many people, you have to listen to how that resonates within your body rather than just taking that as it is, Mm. taking that guidance. So when you listen to me and Luca, don't just take what we say as fact, right? Take what we say as how does this resonate with what is going on within me, with my experience? Mm. How can Mm. I use this to support my own guidance? We're not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life. We're here to give you space so that you can see the power the patterns, the conditioning within yourself, anchor that within yourself and lead from that place. So I think it's really important to trust in yourself. How does that feel in my body? And then we go back to awareness is the foundation of being able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I had this, um, I'll segue into this. I had this dream last night. Oh, I want you to ask me that question that you were going to ask me as well because <laughs> I don't oh, want to. I don't want. I do want to avoid it. <laughs> uh, oh, like lying. Like, where does lying show up in your life now? Now. Yeah. <laughs> does it? This is just yeah. like testing your awareness yeah, yeah, too, right? Yeah. Like, it sh- it shows up in my life now. Well, not it testing. Shows up, yeah. So sometimes it shows up as exaggeration. So I can talk about something and I can exaggerate when Ooh. I'm in a new social setting and I'm like, Ooh, okay, this is all the things I do. Wow, look at me. There's that okay. comes up, which is super interesting to observe in myself when there's new people around. Yeah, um, yeah, totally resonate. It's, it's funny because I watch it and I'm like, why am I doing that? Like, like who, there's no, who, who is this person in me? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, you you know, you have to come to that with compassion and without judgment yeah, because you know amen. that it's, it's not you. It's a pattern within you that is conditioned by the trauma and the experiences that you've had in your life. So it's an inner child that is looking for love in that moment. So when you observe that part of you, don't judge it. Try to suppress it. Try to control it. Let it just do its thing mm. and then have a conversation it with love. it later and give it love, you know? Yeah. Um, and I definitely see it like not so much now the lying, but the looking at when I did lie a lot in, in my romantic relationships, I lied mm. a lot about a lot of things with people. Yeah. And um, looking at that now and seeing how that's a, how that's a fear for me now to move into a partnership with someone because I'm Mm. scared that these patterns will emerge again. I want to escape again. I want to run away again. And it's so funny because you have this awareness of all these things, right? It's like a, it's a hyper awareness of these things when you've walked this path and when you're on this journey and through that awareness, sometimes fear comes from that because you're so aware of your patterns that when you fall into them, it can be very easy to judge yourself when you do, because mm. you're like, I have this awareness. I shouldn't act from this place anymore. But mm. we have to remember that even when we release the things that we've been through, there's still going to be an inner child within us that wants to go back to these these places of comfort and protection because mm. you can't just release your child. You can't just get rid of them. They're there, right? They might have mm. be a bit more able to come along for the journey let you lead the way but they're still with you so if new things come up and get triggered in your reality and you feel that trigger they're going to want to react from that same place that they only knew as comfort they only knew as protection was to do this was to lie was to run away was to somehow act out to protect yourself so so now it's more forgiving 
that mm-hmm. part of me for doing that forgiveness mm-hmm. for the person who felt that she needed to lie in order to protect herself because that's mm. what I watched when I was younger I watched yeah my mum lie a lot to protect mm. herself so she didn't have to feel pain so she didn't have mm. to experience the feelings didn't have you know let them come up and I mm. watched that and I was a young person so to watch that and then to take that on as like my own internal experience Mm. no wonder I ended up doing the same thing because Mm -hmm. I spent ages saying I don't want to be like that I'm not like that Mm -hmm. and I was rejecting and repressing it so much so now it's more forgiveness for Mm -hmm. for that part of me makes me a bit of emotional talking about it actually yeah you know (laughs) forgiveness is a really beautiful thing thank you for sharing Mm. forgiveness is a really powerful thing like forgiving yourself not just others just forgive yourself forgive yourself for not being where you want to be for not being able to express yourself the way you want to for making mistakes, regrets, you know, these. Where do you feel that you can forgive yourself more or you need to forgive yourself more? I've done such a good job. I was saying this to Danielle literally just the other day. I was like, I'm so proud of how much I like Mm. don't judge myself, especially because like, I get super hard. I I get like, I have a lot of perfection, like stuff. Mm -hmm. And so if I, if I I don't do stuff, if I'm not going to be able to do it well, and I get really shitty if I like I get really shitty with myself if I don't perform to a high standard quickly, and the the plus side of that is I I grow and learn really quickly. The other side of that is I can be really critical of myself. Mm-hmm. You're one so, three like me, so that's a a very similar yeah. trait for one threes as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So I learn quickly, grow quickly, but I can be super hard on myself. So. I think for, forgiveness for myself, I had to do a lot of forgiving for my past and my actions because I did lie mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but like you said, it was sort of the. I mean, our consciousness is so young as a as, so as human species. I want to get this mm-hmm. fact. I want to do more facts for us and like. Have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're like um. Because we do we do riff this quite, and that's great. But it'd be good. Not to some have facts, some but like yeah. some like really cool things. Like lot. <laughs> how was I going to say it? It was um. Like there's a, there's some science that's come out about data of like how young earth is in comparison to like um, the, the, the universe. And so the universe is 13.8 billion years old. Yeah. And then it says earth's time and humanity on that is like the last minute of the year. If the whole Mm. year is the universe Earth is like the last minute of the year or something like that. Or sorry, humanity is the last minute of the year, and so it's like, what? Mm. How young we are, and sometimes I think we've really think we've got to be more advanced, more fast, yeah. like better. But we're so hard on ourselves. <laughs> like three, four generations ago, they were killing each other, slaughtering mm. each other, gassing each other, mass murdering like cultures, and. I think there's a lot of lot of times we can really blame our parents on this path of like, oh, they should have done a better job. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Like, do you know what what they were growing out of? They mm. did such a good job. Like, I've I when I first started this journey, there was anger towards the way I was raised. That was very early, and then I realized, holy shit, if I never had that. I wouldn't be who I am today. Not only <laughs> that, I wouldn't have met the people. Yeah, because that, like, this is sort of what Michael Singer talked about. For the moment in front of you to occur, it took 13.8 billion years of a series of events for it to get to you. Mm. And you dismiss it just like that. It's not personal. It's just evolving and it's creating itself. It's like... This, just look in front of you, like whatever you see, just in your peripheral. Do you know the perfect situation for that to happen for you to get there? Like I've got this red light, right? Like I've got this thing. And I think about what it would have taken for someone to get this into my field. Mm. First, the person, the entrepreneur had to be smart enough to think this is a cool idea, take the risk to do it. First, he had to be born. So his parents had to meet. But for him, his parents to meet, his 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 parents' parents, his grandparents had to live in the same city and have enough 
and have enough interest in each other to go on a second date, a third date, have sexual attraction to do, have sex and have a, and have a, have a and conceive. But then for his great great grandparents to also have the same situation, right? Yeah. And so for all these situations all around the world that you had to have a country open up to another country for the two people to meet just to get this thing. But then there was all the scientists that did all the studies that had to, you know, talk about red light and the importance of red light for this and how it impacts cells to cross paths with this person who invented the red light therapy and for them to say, hey, yeah, you should go and start a business. So his, his ambition met the scientists' research came together. And so now the scientists, well, he had the same situation. His parents had to meet each other, like each other enough to go on a second, third, fourth date, conceive mm-hmm. him, her, and <laughs> to be created. You think about how crazy life is. I get I get deep with this stuff sometimes. Yeah, I'm, sort of like, I'm, tri- I'm tripping now. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, it's so beautiful. And I, yeah, I, I this is one of the is. things I want to talk about. It was in my dream last night. My dream oh, yeah, last yeah. night was the craziest dream I've ever had. <laughs> It wasn't crazy in the sense it was the most trippy dream. Okay. So like there were things lucid or just the way it was experienced. I I would say semi lucid because I would come yeah. out, I would experience it when I was awake. Yeah. And it would go back in and I'd go down another layers. And it was like I was mm-hmm. coming out back in, coming out back in, and it was like it was always happening. Mm-hmm. And this old friend that I went to school with she was in the gym and I went and saw her and she, and she looked at me and I looked away, looked at me, looked away. And she goes, Oh, and and we recognized, we knew, we knew each other. And then eventually she said, Hey, Luca, I haven't seen you in ages. And so she came up to me and was like, I'm big on dreams, by the way, like huge, love Mm -hmm. them. When I remember them, I I research them and study them. And I've gone really deep into some of my research. (laughs) Well, it's such a magical thing, right? Like, it's mind-blowing when you realise the depth of what the, some of the symbols are trying to show you. Like you go into one little bit of it and then a little bit and you're like, fuck. Like there was one I had the other day and it was just, it took me into this wormhole and then the symbol, I was like, shit, that is insane. Like how relevant mm-hmm. it was. Anyway, back to your dream. <laughs> no, for sure. Like I'm like, yeah. but the mind puts all of that together and puts you in it and says mm-hmm. this and explore this world while you sleep. And so I was in there and this, and she came up to me and she asked me this question. She's like, so like, what's your vision for life? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a good question. And I sat there for a bit and I, and I said to be around the people I love, to spend more mm-hmm. time with the people I love and to do what I love with the people that I love. <laughs> And that was exactly what I said. And I remember repeating it and I was like, I've got to wake up and write that down. And I wrote it down. And then she, she said, Oh, I've got this horse for you. I really think you need this horse. And I found it. I rescued it. And I think it needs a good home. It was this beautiful, like brown and white horse. Mm -hmm. And it had this actually had this, um, it's so funny. It had this, like its mane was like dyed like light pink. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really want that horse. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it home. I'm going to love it. And I don't know. I feel like I'd have to sort of break this down with my mentor as well because she's a dream analyst. Mm-hmm. But I think that horse was a representation of me was because it was, it doesn't, no horse has a pink mane. <laughs> but I think that, that, that meant something to me for my self-expression, not to, have a pink mane but like you know to, <laughs> to things like the simple thing of like dyeing your hair i would actually do, i would do this by the way for temporarily i would like okay, dye my hair and you. go like we're gonna dare you right everyone like send instagram messages to i'll do like the are. tips i'll do if the gets, tips if he gets 10 messages then he dyes his hair pink there we go if he gets 10 just DMs, 10 dye his hair pink. yeah 10 we're not gonna go for like 100 all right like this all right if i get 10 dms yeah, saying yeah. i want to see your tips pink i'll do it <laughs> your tips pink that's how if you want me to have pink tips <laughs> just like my little horsey in the dream 
I'll get pink tips, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Take ourselves too soon. Look, Anna, Annabelle, there go. It's already one. Hey, no, 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 no. That's not a DM. That's not a DM. That's not a DM. You got DM him, Annabelle. DMs only. Sorry, Annabelle. DMs only. I'm tripping okay. now on this conversation. Anyway, so pink if hair. If you don't know me, I just I trip all the time, so just ignore. Yeah, me. I mean, life is a trip, right? Yeah, totally. What are we? So what? What I was sort of coming back to. Mm. Oh, that dream just was just so deep and complex. I, I couldn't I, even like, write it all down. I felt it when you said that, like that that bit about being with the people you love and doing things with the people you love. Like right. you moved something in me when you said that. So it was obviously that's life, powerful. man. Right, like what? Because like, I sat there before bed last night. What else could we want? Like, what else could we want than that? What else yeah. could we want? Like, what's? Uh, well, I sat there in bed, and I have these moments, and I genuinely, I generally have them before I go to sleep, and I reflect because I love reflecting before I go to sleep, and I just reflect on just the energy I'm in, the state of mind, my day, mm. and I get super, super grateful, like mm. super grateful, and it comes over me like almost like fuck I'm missing the point Mm. point and I'm missing the point of like all this striving pursuing all all this stuff is like the things that matter like we're always trying to teach someone a lesson or help someone Mm. grow and which is no this is beautiful like Mm -hmm. I wrote down these words um healing success relationships um happiness all these things are such earthly concepts and why they serve a purpose. I think we miss the point of like life by striving for all these things. We're like striving for this need, this need, this need, that need, that. And as if it gives us some sort of meaning, because at the end of the day, when I, and I, and I thought about this last night, I was like, what's really going to matter when I'm like, I don't know, in my nineties, eighties, nineties, hundreds. And I'm like on my last days, What's what am I going to really reflect on? And I'm going to say, am I going to say, oh, I'm so glad I worked so hard. And this is nothing mm-hmm. against working hard, like for people that are going after their passion and really following their heart. It's not about working hard, but I'm like, I'm probably speaking of the collective, the, the collective idea of working hard that sort of maybe hustling. Am I going to say, man, I'm so proud I worked really hard. Or are you, are you going to say, I'm glad I really lived? Mm. Like, I'm glad I really lived. And I what does it mean to really live? Yeah, to really love. Like, mm. I know one of my clients, I'm working through this with her, is like her ability to love, like mm. trust and love. Mm. Yeah, I just walked through that process. It's a really hard one. Right. And I mean, I, I was on that journey for months, wasn't I? Is it the fear of being hurt for you? Why, fear, of someone, fear of hurting someone. Fear of hurting someone. Yeah. Yeah. Like letting myself really love someone because if I let myself love them, then I could hurt them. That yeah. was my, my story. But mm. to really, like you said, with, with your client, like that that feeling of love, like love is so complicated in the sense of the collective beliefs that we have around what love is. But love really is just the pure essence of who we are. Mm-hmm. It's our natural state. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that journey is coming back to that, coming back to love, coming back to feeling alive within yourself and using different portals and channels to express that. Mm. Mm. Whoa, I just stumbled on this stream. Super interesting conversation. Yeah, we go deep here. We do. Very deep. Well, we're just being ourselves. It's just ourselves. We're we're deep in it's nature. It's deep, but it's fun, you know? Like yeah. we I think that's this is something the shit that, that we love. I think that's something that is both the both of our energies is we just love to to express in such a deep place from such a deep place, but mm. to make it in a way that's through our natures, which is kind of comical, a bit lighthearted. For you sure. know, last week we we're talking about what some like Luca couldn't say the word vagina. He was saying like, what are you saying? Like, 
women's canal or something. Birth canal. <laughs> and they were just laughing about the word vagina for like 10 minutes. Canal. Yeah, birth canal. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, well, you know. one of the things too is like we could sit here and talk about business. We could sit here and talk about yeah. um, politics. I mean, we could talk about anything. Okay. It's just uh, I think interesting conversations that spark in reflection and spark yeah. shifts internally and just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is how I see the world. It's interesting. We try and see mm-hmm. the world in a in a um, objective way because that's a, that's a super fucking rare thing, an yeah. objective perspective because everyone's so fucking caught up in everything. They're like, oh, my God, you like the Freedom Convoy? Me and you can't be friends. Mm-hmm. Me and you, like simple cancel culture like that. You're a Democrat. I'm a Republican. We can't associate. Like Crazy. Oh, you're vaccinated. I'm unvaccinated. Oh, my God, don't talk to me. Like, can't we just let the world find itself? Mm. And and it's not about, it's not about like, you can't stand up for what you believe in because I think that's really fucking awesome that people Same. really do stand up for Same. what they believe in. I think it's the fact that we can't accept our brother or sister uh, for being in the, for, for being a different, having a different perspective. Like, to think that, you would expect someone to have the same perspective of you even though they grew up in a different country, in a different demographic, in a different culture, at a different Mm. age and say, hey, believe what I believe, right? So, yeah. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, Man, that gets – and this is one of the other things too is when I get fired up by things, I have to breathe. I have to come back because I oh, know in that moment I'm there's something in me that that's ready to release, and I it's yeah. a concept that I have that mm-hmm. I say to this is my projection. Why can't we just let our brothers and sisters <laughs> believe in what they want to believe? And here I am getting fired up about it because that's my projection. Because yeah. that's what I do to others. I don't yeah, let yeah. them believe. I have to convince, I have to persuade. How powerful or is you to just claim that, can I just say, you know, mm. that is so powerful. Mm. And that's the the sacred mirror. I have to preach mm. it. I'm like fully believe in embodying it. And so, mm. I mean, I do this work for a living, right? This is, mm-hmm. you, you do too. It's like I think embodiment is the next level because there's so many teachers that teach and don't, like they, they don't practice what they preach. Mm-hmm. I had and to ask I... myself that question the other day. Uh, this is, Ooh, I think we so. had this, yeah, this frustration that was coming up last week. We we both shared something that was releasing for us. And in, in me, it was, where am I trying to teach people or to lead people in a direction in something that I'm not embodied in? Ooh. And I started, yeah, and that was a deep question to ask myself. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I started thinking about, what I wanted to create and how I wanted to restructure things in a way that, so what I'm teaching and what I'm leading from is what I'm embodied in. So I asked myself, Mm. what am I embodied in? And I was like, live in my fucking truth Mm -hmm. in each moment. Mm -hmm. And the ability to walk through serious darkness and pain within myself. Yeah. Like I've been doing that for, since I was 14 years old, you know, since I was 14. And I was like, that's, what I'm here to do right now and that can evolve as I become more embodied in other things that I'm learning but I don't need to go and do all the things just because I've read it in a book just because I've heard it through someone else just because I've Mm -hmm. seen that it looks popular to talk about at the moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important ask yourself what are you really here oh yeah that's something Mm -hmm. that was a huge pattern in me that the past six months I've been observing to ensure that I'm not always just speaking from a place of that sounds good or someone mm. else said that. So I'm going to say it. it's going to become my truth. Oh, now. God. I someone mean, else said that and you regurgitated. I think about it. Like, I think like with, we've had these conversations before where we send books backwards and forwards to each other and we're like, wow, this is the truth. <laughs> yeah. you know? And we're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This book. We're and I've really seen that in myself. Like the last time I saw it was with a book that I think you also read it in January. And um, I really got carried away with this book. What was that one? Uh, Money Game, Money Belief. Oh, like the uh, 
breaking loose from yeah, the Yeah, oh, that sent me into a really yeah, dangerous yeah. rabbit hole of like <laughs> yeah. realizing how oh, same. how my control patterns had led me to this book, right? I thought that oh. this book was like the new thing. That, oh my God, I'm just going to follow everything in this book. That was the most prominent one that I've seen. I've seen it like in other books, but not like, as like. What do you mean prominent? Like what? it's obvious, you know, for example, like I might see a book and be like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. I'm going to talk about this for a little bit. But all oh, of a sudden, but then you book, started shifting into my identity. Like this uh, book, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know in, in a week became my new identity. Love right? this. And I was like this, I attracted this book into my field. Like once I kind of came out of that week and brought some more awareness to Fuck, it. And yeah. this was actually the week where I got sick. Like I was sick really bad for two weeks, like throwing yeah. up in the bathroom, everything, like, for two weeks, just completely out. Interesting. Purge. And I was, yeah, and I was realizing that I brought that book into my field because of how much I tried to control everything in my life and how that had always been. I'd seen my controlling patterns for a long time, but that was, like, the obvious, most obvious reflection that I had of them, thinking that I controlled everything and I controlled everyone. Yeah. That I was God. Yeah. That I was God. Oh and God! When I was when I was sick in that week, it was like like you said, a huge this. purge of yeah. like I'm not God. There um, is something so much more powerful than me, and I've had so many beautiful experiences and so many other people of where divine has come in and led and guided me and led my life. Right? Yeah. And for that, for those, for that month, I had rejected god i had rejected Mm. the divine and everything that Mm. the divine had done for me and to support me up into this Mm. moment and you can call the divine Mm. whatever you want source universe Mm. all the same thing but i was rejecting that in favor for my own egotistically led belief that Mm. i was the complete creator of my entire reality (laughs) and to have that reflected back to you that was when i was like no. Yeah. No, no, it's, no, no, no. I'm not powerful. going this. I'm not going down this path anymore. I'm not yeah. staying in this this thing anymore. I'm surrendering yeah. completely. And I was, and then in that moment after the, being sick, we, I remember we both actually jumped on that that call that first time, and we were both like, we're in a completely different new energy of just surrender. Yeah. And that's how I felt, and that's and that stayed with me now. Like there's yeah. no going back to that to that yeah, way of being well, anymore yeah yeah i definitely resonate with that i've done that like i was saying this literally to daniel like <laughs> yesterday i was like yeah i used to get read something or learn something from someone then they would become the truth <laughs> and i'd be like oh my god now this sort of throws out everything else i was talking about but this is it i was like no yeah. this is it and then i yeah, realized yeah. no we've got to stop giving our power away to these people and saying this <laughs> is it and anyone that says this is the one way run the other way like Truth is a there paradox. Is. The only truth yeah. is a paradox. And I did not say that. That was a quote that I heard. The only yeah. truth is a paradox. Yeah. Being, being that it is right and wrong at exactly the same It'll time. It'll always, a truth always. will always be right to someone and wrong to someone else because exactly. they've had two different experiences. There, I feel like there's like principles of truth, right? Like the sun will mm-hmm. rise and mm-hmm. set in the east and the west right mm-hmm. so there are there are principles Concrete for things. sure yeah, of course. yeah for yeah, sure yeah. like but one of the things i i like to also i was thinking about the other day right mm. so i there was this it was i was i heard overheard this in a course about talking about this nasa mission where a uh spacecraft an unmanned spacecraft went out and had made its way to saturn and it was in the mm-hmm. saturn saturn rings and turned around and took a photo of earth mm-hmm. and you look at that photo and you're like you can look it up i think it was called Cressini mission i'm not sure mm-hmm. i think it was Cressini mission and you look at the photo and it's just earth is just a star mm. it's just a star filled and surrounded by black space and you get that sometimes when you're on earth you it's look scary up and, and humbling it, isn't it yeah, yeah, it's very humbling. Um, you see and you see and you go, damn, we're just in the middle of nowhere and we're a star. <laughs> and look what we've created. Look what life has created on earth, mm. right? And to think that we're just one of those stars and we've done this, imagine what everyone else has done out there. 
right? And then I do believe life is definitely on out there. Like oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. I mean, I've had experiences of being somewhere else. Yeah, you've had, if you've you had past life, If you look at past lives and you think of, you know, what other lifetimes, where else have I been, you know? Yeah. Where else have I experienced this reality? And I do believe in that through my own experiences and my own, it's you don't have humble, to believe you know? in that, but it's like, yeah. It's just it's just incredible to to see life in that way because it takes the pressure and the stress of of this idea that we have to do something or be something and but we just get to be we just get to allow life to lead us be a part of nature because that's what we are. Mm. And there's no force, there's no rush. No oh my god, no force, no rush. I see this a lot, a lot of desperate desperate desperation energy to change to change something that's not working to shift away from something to shift themselves to change themselves you are naturally changing every second don't think you need to do anything to change learning you you for some you know um arcarijo arcarijo commented like stumbled across this mm-hmm. something triggered a change something shifting there's change mm-hmm. in every moment it's just it's coming to you you don't need to really go out there and change. So a lot of people who are like really persistent and changing something in their life or wanting something new in their life, like it will happen, it will come. Mm. But the moment you stop the force and the resistance inside you of the present moment, you're not going to allow it to unfold. You're closing <laughs> it down. You're just answering something that's happening to me right now, which is really interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Open up, Emma. Mm. Open up. We all can a little bit more too, right? Like, totally. what does Allow it mean to, to be open vulnerable? Up? Be vulnerable. Like, I look back yeah. at, I was saying this to Luca before we come on, I look back at like our old shows and they were powerful, they were potent, but there was a lot of need to, to prove myself to the people that were listening, to prove myself to Luca, yeah. wondering how I was going to be perceived by other people if I didn't stay in this almost this concept of being this wow she isn't what she's saying amazing like this idea mm. and then I was like and the more I've surrendered the more I've just let go of this false image and this need to protect myself need to keep myself safe the more I've been vulnerable the re- the more I've realized the pa- your power really is in your pain like mm. so much of it so much of your mm. vulnerability, the ability to just let your guard down and also not just your power, but your ability to, to grow and transcend things and actually show up in your life more in your own expression is through that ability to, to just share where you are, connect with mm. people where you are and not feel the need real. to hide that. Just what, what, what is the need to cover up? And I asked that in myself, what's the need to cover up? And I was like, because I don't want to be judged again. It brings us back mm-hmm. to that conversation mm-hmm. we had earlier. I didn't want to be judged. I can understand too, yeah. I didn't want to be seen, like, fully. There was a part of me that was scared to be seen, a part of me that was scared to look like I didn't know it all. Mm. <laughs> and I definitely like, don't. We know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing. Like, what do we know? Like, you can disregard everything we say, guys. <laughs> just go on with your day. And... I, just, I, I love I love what we do and I love what we are. Oh, but like same. I think that's the greatest thing is sometimes to realize we fucking know nothing. And we don't take ourselves seriously with that, you know? Yeah. And I used to though. Isn't that beautiful? Oh yeah. I used to Look at our old take shows. everything seriously. <laughs> oh my, and that's one of the things where I've like stepped away from the healing aspect yeah. and been like, Oh, gotta mm-hmm. heal, gotta change, gotta grow. I'm like, I'm growing, baby. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm growing. That's just how I, I see it. Like life has given me situations to learn. If my all I need is my awareness, give me life. Mm. Give me life with my awareness, and I'll do whatever it needs to do when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think that really just is the thing that matters. I agree. And I think with awareness, I think the next thing for me for me would be self acceptance. Mm. When I accept myself, accept I naturally yourself? accept others. For me, I have, I've been seeing this a lot lately. I've been seeing Luca and the one who sees through Luca. This is a little bit deep. 
Go there. This is this is sort of where I go. So I've like just sort of witnessing my ego, my identity, which is not a bad thing. I'm not trying to get rid of it. I'm accepting it. Mm. And so I can see Luca and I can see the me, the I in Luca, the self in Luca, who loves outside of his concepts of what needs to be done and not done in order for something to be loved or not loved, liked or not liked, liked or disliked these concepts in me and i'm just like it makes my heart like really soft right now mm, yeah i can feel it's is to realize like fucking nothing matters that we think matters just love people mm. around you love yourself you don't need mm. to change mm. perfect as you are people in their power attract people in their power mm. and self-acceptance really is just owning yourself Loving yourself, not saying I need to change and then I'll be better. Like for me, I don't need to be, I don't need to wear anything. Like I don't need to get all this stuff done, but I'm just expressing this part of me now. But it doesn't that doesn't define who I am. What defines who I am is how I really feel about myself and then in turn how that feeling translates into my relationships with people around me. Mm. Like, can I sit there and have a conversation, for instance, my sister? I practiced this for years. For years I was always like the one trying to tell them what to do. Mm. My mum and my sister, like we've got a, it's just us three, my mum and my sister, right? And I had to work for ages to get outside of my concepts of what they needed to do and what they didn't need and what they needed to stop doing in order to be better people. And I've, I've got to give myself compassion for being that person. I've got to accept myself. I wasn't the best person in my past relationships. I know that, right? But I have to give myself that compassion to say if that didn't happen, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have grown into who I am today and I wouldn't have more love to look back at my past relationships and all my past friends and just like say, hey, I am sorry. Please forgive me, right? Right, and that's sort of where I've got to is being able to ask for forgiveness and being able to say I'm sorry. A lot of people can't say that because they need to be right or they want to hide the fact that they did something wrong and, and only to realize there was nothing ever so wrong. For me, now I have my relationship with my sister and I'm just like, just just chat with her. I just chat and I just listen. And there was times where I wouldn't listen as deep and then I would catch myself and say, I need to be there more. I haven't seen my sister in three years and like my three nephews because of the whole COVID thing and me traveling and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm going to regret. I know. I, and I know there's a potential for me regret, regretting not being connect more connected to my family. Mm. And so for me, my growth comes in accepting myself and that in that acceptance, I don't need to push any idea onto yeah. someone else. I just love them for who they are because that's their journey. It's nothing personal. Like, isn't that so beautiful that you could actually sit there and just love someone as they are? Wasn't that like one of the like, that's what dogs do to us. They don't look at us and say, change those pants. They don't look, they're not, you know, they're not flattering. <laughs> they don't That'd be really f- weird if it did. You'd definitely be on some sort of trip. <laughs> Mushrooms. <laughs> The dog calf and be like, I don't like those trousers. You need to put some new ones on. <laughs> I just totally took away from the depth of that. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, no. You be you, man. I love that. And so true, though. Like, I mean, that would change. I was tearing up a little bit. That was beautiful, what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, it would change. I mean, animals, I miss animals so much. Oh, Are you an animal? I really, I'm, yeah, I'm just an waiting to get Are a you dog. An animal? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have I have my dog like back at my parents' house. Do you remember I told you about my crazy dog and the whole yeah, yeah. fiasco with the, the dog? Whole, the whole projection thing. Yeah. Well, this dog is only reflecting what you deeply feel about yourself, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the righteousness just walking in there and telling him how to own and how to own a dog. You guys need healing. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> this dog is traumatized because you guys need healing. We're laughing because this is literally uh, what I did when I went home. Oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, yeah, I've anyway, been there yeah. too. Don't worry, I've been there. 
I'm like, that's like another reason. I think me and Luca were speaking about before we jumped on today, we were talking about how we both have this now desire to kind of settle and feel at home and grounded yeah. in, one, in one place because we've both been quite nomadic <clears throat> for quite, a, I've been nomadic for nearly six, seven years now and similar for you, I think, right, Luca? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we both had this desire to just want to, to settle down and, and have a home and feel grounded. And then there's obviously, when you're nomadic, you have these conditioned stories that doing that is kind of, it's not a good thing, mm. you know. You know. Oh, you're... I'm so ready for it. But I am so ready for that. What, one, one like you are, you are settled now, dog. right? Like you're in your home now. Yeah, I'm in my home now. I mean, so why can't you this, get a dog? Not this house, not this house, because I can't have a dog oh, okay. in this apartment. Oh, uh, okay. I want a big dog. There's, I've only got a little balcony. What sort of dog? Right. Um, I really love the Australian sheepdogs. You know. Oh yeah. But I would always what? rescue, so I would probably go to. Oh, okay, that's what I my next always, question. I'd probably go to. Um, there's a place here called Can Dog, I think, oh, and it's yeah. just a shelter. And I would probably go oh. and just, you know, find the one that I connect with the most and, and my rescue, heart. rescue that dog. You have oh. to send me when you go there. Send me some photos. I will. I, I will. I know it's, we, I know we it's gonna happen, but I know there's like a there's a the process that needs to unfold like right now uh, in this apartment i can't have a big dog here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i could but i just wouldn't feel right to not have yeah, a dog sure. have a garden and a bit more space for sure yeah okay and um, so and i want to be in a position where i can hold that'd space be really grounding dog, eh? You know? oh so grounding so i know oh it's kind God. of this next thing that's about to unfold in my life um i've been feeling it for a while now um of just really settling and sharing that experience with someone as well because i've been independent for on my own for two years now living on my own and i love Mm. it and i don't have this sense of feeling lonely anymore which is amazing but i know there's a part of me that wants to share my experiences with someone Mm, so i think like i feel myself oh yeah like you want the deepest love that you have for yourself reflect reflected back to you through a person like that's what it is like yeah when you're like i'm sure you see it in danielle like she's just reflecting back to you the love that you have for yourself and that to experience Mm. that with someone is is really beautiful and i haven't had that that deep experience in relationship Mm. with someone I have it mm. with someone, but we we've both had a lot of history that has kind of led us in different ways of experiencing this, mm. and it's starting to shift. And I can feel the like the fear in me, but I can feel the part of me that's like I really want this now. Like I really want to share that with mm. someone now, because of my relationships in the past, it's all been built on ego. It's been mm. built on controlling one another and. When you're in this new place of real self-awareness and real love for yourself, of course you want to experience it in your reality because mm. it's beautiful to experience it with yourself. But we as human beings, as we kind of tucked into earlier, we're social beings. And to have that that reflected back to us through another, like it's why we do these shows, because we both share a connection that's built on communicating through this depth and this like exploration of what we're going through and vulnerability and stuff so we're just reflecting back to each other what we love to do with ourselves that that's why this show works so well for us because this connection is built on that so it's, it's not just romantic relationships it's all your relationships they're reflecting back to things to you that are within you so that's why a lot of us want deep friendships want to experience love with someone because it's just us wanting to experience what we have for ourselves in connection with other. And isn't that a beautiful place to build a foundation for a relationship in rather than Mm. you're trying to fill a hole that's in me from my trauma Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not to judge that because again, that is parts of process. It's what I used to do in my relationships, but I can feel how beautiful it's going to be for me now stepping into a new period of my life, experiencing love, not looking for someone to fill me up or to fill me up. That sounded funny. (laughs) Jesus, Emma. (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What sort of relationship are you looking for? Okay, that's uh, that's enough for today, guys. We're going to finish it and we're going to cut it there. <laughs> Sorry, kids at home. Sorry, kids. <laughs> I'm honestly really letting all the parts of me out at the moment. It's super fun. <laughs> um, uh... there's, no more, there's just no more filters. There's actually no more filters. <laughs> 
Which is kind of cool. to top up. Have a laugh. Bit of a laugh. Yeah, so I can feel this new period for me is going to be so beautiful because it's not looking for like someone to like sort out or make me feel whole and sort out my trauma. It's like I actually want to experience myself and the love that I have for myself in partnership with someone else. So I think it's a really beautiful period to be moving into. Fuck yeah. I'm with you, man. I think it's beautiful. That was a really good chat today. Thanks, yeah, Annabelle. Beautiful. Thanks, Annabelle. So glad you could be and here with us. And whoever else is with us, Akarijo. Akarijo. So this is going to be the last public episode. Yes. Now we're going to be no, no, shifting no, no. over to. It's not the last our... one, is it? Yeah. Oh, the twenty second is a what day? Is that a Tuesday? Yeah, that's next Tuesday. So actually, okay. So the next 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 should we? We don't know. It oh, might be. It. it might not be. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We'll let you guys We're know. We're going to be moving over to the Expand Private Community. So exactly. and where will be more details be? The, Emma's been in the show notes. In the show, in the show notes. notes. So we'll include them in the show notes. And both myself and Luca will probably put some some bits on our Instagram as well. So you can yeah. um, find us this there. We'll release some stuff. Exactly. Right. Um, so we've got some bits. And, you know, just like, like we said at the beginning, just join us if you feel called to. We'd love to mm-hmm. have you with us and yeah, awesome. share this journey with some more. Like-minded Good chats. Souls. Good chats. <laughs> Thanks, All right, everyone. Guys. Thank you, you everyone. Much bye love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast, and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. 